Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Great Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes have taken over a car. Moss has been cursed with lycanthropy. Reginald ate his father. Quinny discovered the evil tyrant's phylactery. And Butthole was forced to kill Grace and Typhus and his mother to take the throne. What will happen now that these heroes have an evil country to run? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. After a long winter of the dead walking the face of Faerun, of nations held under the heel of the evil lich, Grayson Typhus, and his lich bride, Emily, the world is starting to come back to life. And pushing through the mud and the muck of, of formerly frozen earth, a small plant begins to bud, just peeking up uh, ever so gently, reaching up towards um, the sky, the sun, stretching little itty bitty little, little sort of uh, sprouts uh, up towards the nourishing glow of the sun's light, only to be immediately stomped into the ground uh, by boots, rhythmic boots, many many boots marching in perfect unison beneath the flag of a large purple dragon marching with vengeance in their hearts and weapons on their hips marching to Aka. somehow the dum-dums have taken over a country we all knew when we had drinking games and stolen teeth that one day it would lead to this and here we are uh the nation of Aka, um, having been liberated uh, from the, the, the Lich Lords, uh, Lichfall, as it will come to be known uh, across the mm. world of Dum Faerun, uh, the Dum Dums have been successful in their, their quest to retake Aka. Uh, but of course, uh, that is still a couple days away. Um, following the death of uh, Grayson Typhus and uh, Emily, it's not like everyone just threw down their weapons. This wasn't a, we can just pull down the statue of the Emperor on Coruscant and all the stormtroopers are like, well, nuts. <laughs> You did it, I guess. I, I heard that Ewok song, so I guess we're done. Um, <laughs> there was still uh, the matter of uh, the Black Spikes, and, or the Dark Spikes, rather, and the um, remaining folks from who'd come over through the portal um, from Horde, uh, Grimdark Faerun. Sorry? Horde people? Horde people from uh, Grimdark Faerun. Okay. Uh, loyalists and a variety of other uh, folks who put up a fight. So... There were basically three awkward days between uh, the the events of um, the uh, the Black Castle of um, destroying the phylactery and uh, ending the reign of the liches uh, and getting uh, Akka back under control. That said, um, those three days uh, were not without uh, difficulty and not without danger. So I'm actually going to have uh, I would like to know kind of what each of you would be focused on in those those three days. Uh, and then we're going to roll to see how effective uh, the overall situation was to see what state a cause in by the time uh, you gain control of the kingdom. So, um, Butthole, obviously, as the king of a car. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's a lot, guys. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> command sits difficultly in your chest. Um, as the king of a car, butthole, you uh, obviously have a, a very large part to play in this. Um, so I'm happy to kind of let you dictate it. But basically, over... Again, you're basically the, the main threats that, that we're encountering are uh, misguided loyalists uh, to um, uh, Typhus and Emily, 
uh, horde folk who've come over and joined the army, as well as just the general stability of uh, of of the nation. So, what what would your orders be, and kind of where where do Queenie and, and Juniper fit into this? Um, is Reginald also a part of yes, this? Yes, of just course. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Reginald's going to deal with loyalists because everybody likes Reginald. He's yep. like a, a family name. He's a celebrity. He's also very comfortable lying to people, and he won over like Serafina Bellwinter, who's a piece of shit. So, butthole would just be like, go make friends. Uh, it would also keep him away from combat, so he'd be very focused on that. Mm. Quinny, you're on horde elimination because that's what you're good at. Just kill the the biggest, scariest one, sneak up, stab him, do whatever you got to do. Just get clever, decapitation, then we deal with the rest. I don't think the horde people are recoverable. They're terrible. You got to deal with that. Juniper, general stability. You just got to make it stable, deal with the people, keep it all together. Oh, what? But what does that what does that mean? I mean, I, I guess Moss, Moss sorry. here. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah Moss. Yeah. Um, I mean, Juniper, Juniper could. I'm sure she could rally people, right? Okay. But, well, Moss, you're gonna have to channel I, a little bit of Juniper deep down in your heart and uh, <sighs> keep things keep things calm. Right. I need we need organization. We can't have you know we got to keep everybody working together. So we got somebody dealing with bringing the loyalists over, and we got somebody going out to kill all the bad people, and then I need you to keep the good people for doing stupid things. I feel like I'm just gonna scare people with the way I look, though. Well, I mean, they were cheering for the Horde, so I think how people look is really going to be kind of up and down. You could smile oh. more, maybe. I don't know. Oh, that's fair. And Moss just says this very, like, forced kind of smile. Rictus grin. Yeah. Well, that's like a, a net gain, I guess. Yeah. Really All right. out of my comfort zone. Can we can we fix this werewolf thing? Just, just like, I, I, I understand that that's, like... It'll take a bit, but I just want to keep that top of everyone's uh, minds. Claw is Please. on fire out I, the window. I know, I know. It just, just, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We will come back to it. We'll I assure I'll figure you. it out. Um, so, um, and I, I promise you, we'll have much time to deal with all of the aftermath of of everything. <laughs> but uh, this is very much the you know. The three days of no one sleeps, no one talks, no one no one does much. So uh, with all those orders in mind then, uh, Juniper, let's start with you. Uh, so Moss is going to attempt to um, bring some stability and basically um, help lower any panic and kind of keep, keep the crowds under control. Um, I think for this, I'm probably going to want a... It's definitely going to be charisma. I think maybe persuasion. Um, okay. Is, is what I'm looking for here. And this is, again, the, the like, it's worth, it's been, I know for, for all of you listening and watching, it's been like all week for us. It's been a lifetime since we recorded our, our previous sessions. Um, just to refresh everyone's memory about where we're at with Akka, um, Akka has been in dire straits as the army of the undead has gradually come to replace it as well as the uh, sort of impending uh, allies of of the Horde and the desire to move into Horde world fully. Uh, and as a result, like, the nation is in bad fucking shape. People are, um, have been demoralized. They haven't gotten to go to war in a long time. They really liked conquering everything. They liked fighting the planteers. They haven't been able to do any of it. So there is a real danger, as with any kind of um, uh, liberation of, of a nation that, like, the people might just fucking leave or riot or anything else. Mm -hmm. So, Moss, this is basically you trying to keep things calm while Quinny does the wet work uh, required uh, right. to to bring the city back under control. So, uh, let's go ahead with um, a persuasion check, please. Um, yeah, and I think uh, and Moss would, you know, if there's any, um, if she's encountering people who are, let's see, hesitant or don't trust 
uh, maybe they're afraid. They were afraid of the, you know, all of the necrotic shit that was going on and all <laughs> the zombies. Um, that uh, Moss will use Aura of Life. Okay. She'll cast that um, just to like basically emit kind of an overwhelming sense of like like there's you don't have to be afraid of That's like cool. okay of yep. that kind of energy that. anymore um, to just kind of aid her a little bit. Okay, I'll give you advantage that. then because I think given the particular bias against the undead, anyone who is radiating the opposite of that will read as a very um, attractive proposition. Cool. And as I leveled up, just to let you know, to level 15, <laughs> I was like reading the book and realized I have access to a bunch of spells that I wasn't using before, so there's going to be new spells from Moss. Yay! On that <laughs> note, congratulations on your level, everybody. Just happy. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Uh, you know, you're going to have a long 15. sleep and suddenly gain a bunch of powers uh, yeah. from your, your long questing. Okay, um, and again, uh, just for, for narrative's sake, uh, keeping in mind that this is action over a span of days. Yeah. So, um... Kind of uh, the the montage of what we see. So uh, you can have advantage. Uh, go okay. ahead and roll. On um, persuasion, right? Pause. Yes, that's correct. Oh, they're both fifteens. Lovely. Uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay, great. Uh, so with your twenty-three, Damn. I'm going to say uh, the population is. They're already kind of like the the return of the Tingly Boys was a pretty big mm. like like boon for them, um, and uh, hearing you know that. It's going to be fine. And also like having someone who is the opposite of necrotic energy around is yeah. really, really doing it for them. So cool. um, a, a large success for um, the placation of the populace. Okay. Uh, let's go with um, Reginald and the loyalists. So Reginald, um, Reginald has been tasked with uh, dealing with the people who are um, tied up in and right. So I understand your, your intent. Um, Dealing with the people who were like the dark spikes who were going to join up with the horde or trying to keep like the army in check. He's trying to keep the army in check. If there's like dark spikes, maybe like Bell Butthole wouldn't be against that. But the priority are like the Seraphina Bellwinters, like anybody who is old regime loyal. Okay. He doesn't want them siding with the other side of okay, the civil so, war. Okay. So while Juniper's out kind of getting the rank and file in line, Reginald's going after like the the lords and ladies and yeah anybody who's got who are up in power up in that power. could yeah, kind of okay, great. pull stakes and run okay fantastic um so I'd be inclined well I mean you tell me would he be doing this honestly or would this be because I would basically take deception intimidation or persuasion depending on how you want to try and win over the uh, the nobles I think butthole would expect deception and I think Reginald would one hundred percent go with intimidation because he's just coming off of having eaten his father mm. and killed the people who were in charge before. Yep. And he definitely would not mess with high ranking people in this kind of world coming in soft or friendly because right. these are the scumbags who are likely to leave. So this is the according to horde logic, fear will keep them in line. Fair enough. All right. Uh so let's get intimidation then. Uh, and knowing that the Tingly Boys have done well and Butthole is kind of sitting this one out, could I throw a bless on there as uh, the impact yep. of his brother? Sure. Dope. That is a 27. 27. Okay. Um, so similar to Juniper, I think uh, just anyone who isn't, you know, uh, horrific necrotic flesh stretched across a skull from an alternate dimension pretty good option you know it's 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 a low bar but man it's, it's been a bad it's been a bad ride in a car um Aww. and uh, as we've established uh the people of a car were all in on old reggie they really thought probably because he didn't spend much time there that he was like the shit and was really what they were after so um 
you know, Reginald uh, and the Resurrectionists is like a pretty good good bet. So the nobility is is also uh, already starting to adjust uh, to to a new regime. So there's also just the fact of like, oh, you're probably going to be up there. Great, I have to suck up to you because like, what what are we going to be left with? Um, cool. Okay, so uh, you've successfully placated the nobility, and finally, uh, Quinny. How are we doing? Uh, how are we dealing with with the remaining horde folk? Keeping in mind that like they are they are not a light a light problem. Yeah, uh, Quinny would have a plan based on what I guess King Butthole's goals and uh, Sheriff Juniper's kind of method for keeping peace would be. Um, Quinny's thinking. Um, you know, is there some kind of raiding party that we can put together some inglorious bastards kind of mm. horde haters? Call them the haters. And and just Quinny and his haters going through and trying to find uh, horde uh, uh, cells or like encampments or wherever they're trying to like hold up in this dimension. But it's a question of does Butthole want the people of Akkad to continue to be a warlike people who are... Uh, 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 so pro violence and warfare. I think I would actually make that a role because in the chaos of of the the fall of a car, um, you wouldn't really be able to consult with them. So I think okay, Queenie, yeah. I'm gonna have you roll a insight. Okay. Yeah, butthole at this point would probably be in the palace, just giving orders, sending reinforcements, mm. like just yeah. in full kind of war. Okay. But it means he's in, not on the inside, front of anything. Um, I would also give you history if you wanted to go that route, because you can think on on what what uh, butthole is espoused in the past. Insight is lower, but it makes more sense for Great. Quinny to okay. just be. Yep. I'm just gutting this. Go ahead. Hey, there's the low roll of the game. I'm hearing you two, level 15, 27, 23. That's gonna be a seven. Seven. Um, okay, so I think. Hmm. What would Butthole's intention have been? I mean, Butthole's intention would probably be like horde goes unless you can take them alive. But he's not willing to let like good people die to keep the horde alive. Dark spikes if you can take them, great. Sure. Yeah, more so yeah. mean to Quinny's question of like, because basically we're, what we're trying to ascertain is with a failed role, what does Quinny think Butthole wants from the future of a cause? Well, I obviously get it wrong. Yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I want to hear yeah. what Butthole yeah, does yeah, want. Yeah. So I think yeah. you do the, the opposite. The, the story would be like, you know, kill all the Horde, kill Dark Spikes if you have to, bring back prisoners where you can. That's probably where he would have fallen on that. Okay, so for the failed role then, Tyler, do you think that would be kill everyone or bring everyone, try and bring everyone in peaceably? <laughs> Kill everyone. Kill everyone? All right. Yeah. Great. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so go ahead and let's get... Um, <laughs> hmm. I really want to skullduggery, but that's from a different game. <laughs> um, I think for this, let's make it a combat role because I don't think any of the skills really work. Sure. Uh, so let's do a combat role. Um you you said you've got the haters kind of actively stomping through a car in terms of the inglorious bastards parallel are they being that public about it or hmm. is it all like knives in the dark um i think they are it's a little bit of both which don't you love that non-answer um <laughs> but they have guns and swords and the guns are also swords yeah. they have all of them. but i think the reputation of them is a weapon as well so they are a boogie man group oh, okay. for, the, for the horde to mm. fear but their methods are subterfuge until it's too late and then 
Okay. It's over for you. So in that case, uh, I'm going to want an intimidation and a combat roll. All right. Intimidation uh, roll coming up first. What's my modifier? There it is. So that is going to be a 15. 15. Okay. Intimidation and then combat. Um, what would you like my modifier to be? Using a certain weapon? Or... Uh, yeah, let's just make this standard if Quinny was trying to hit something. Okay. <laughs> does he have sneak attack? He does not have sneak attack. <laughs> I rolled a natural one. I'm going to re-roll with mm-hmm. Lucky. There we go. That's better. 15 plus 12, 27. There's the... There's your 27. There's the level 15 Yay! number. Yeah, great. Great. I love that for me. Um, okay. Cool. So... Don't you want us to succeed, Tom? <laughs> I do. But if it's too easy, then I could just leave and you could just tell me about your day. I was going to say, <laughs> none of us... my super show. strong character. Yeah. I, I like that you think our fear is it's going to be too easy. That's yeah. not how any of us feel on Jesus. this side of the table. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let great. us be good at the things we're good at. <laughs> We're also oh not God. mad at you, except for Laura. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. No, oh, shucks. You will be. Um, now, will now I'm mad at you. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell T-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. No, no, your eyes don't deceive you. You are indeed in the presence of the beautiful, glorious, chromium plant here of dumdums and dragons. And yes... 
it is good to spend time with true greatness, is it not? Not like those dum-dums and their heartwarming and hilarious adventures. No, better to spend time with someone like me, who is vain and self-absorbed. Of course, if you wanted to sink to their level, you could go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, and help support their adventures for as little as a dollar a month, which would gain you infinite access to our fans-only Discord, where you can talk to other fans about all the adventures the dum-dums are going on. You can add characters to our world. You can even create your own at the $25 level and get your name in the credits. But you don't want to do that. Wouldn't you rather stay here and listen to me talk about me? So, Quinny, with your rolls, um, the intimidation uh, actually doesn't uh, doesn't go. Mm. Um, so the combat roll is very effective. So you, you are like good at driving uh, driving kind of horde uh, out and killing them. Um, but uh, these are scary, scary people. And the idea of people just like coming for them in the night is like, yeah, that's a night. Like that's how you sleep. Like you've seen how Reginald sleeps in like. Yeah. I mean, it what was it like? entrapment level laser scheme and then just like it was like the board game mousetrap but for a bedroom <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah um okay so <laughs> yeah, yeah. over the span of uh of three days kind of with with your allies in, in the city um a lot of fighting in the streets a lot of uh blood spilt on both sides um and uh the uh the, the sort of final act of the uh of, of the final days of the war um, was the uh, destruction of the uh, southeast wall. Um, due to your efforts, um, it wasn't the entire wall, as it could have been, nor were any of the additional uh, structures and buildings in Akka um, damaged beyond repair. Hmm. Uh, however, um, with uh, sort of the, the clear tide shifting, uh, the, the sort of de facto leader of uh, the resistance, uh, Morbulus Scorblius uh, Eighth. <laughs> Um, used his uh, tremendous power uh, alongside some uh, loyalists who had tapped the uh, tapped the wall with with explosives to uh, bring it down. Um, and essentially, a bunch of them had, like hidden in the hospital and the barracks and uh, make make a break for it. So a few people did get away. Um, however, you are reasonably certain that uh, the majority of the horde have either um, been uh, have been killed by by the haters um, or have have escaped into the night. The good news is because the haters were doing things so publicly, even though the intimidation didn't work, it did mean that like Horde were more obviously out there to challenge them. So there was an easier target to hit. If mm. it had been mm. all blades in the dark, odds are they would have like some of them just would have got away purely by virtue of not knowing there was something they wanted to fight. But the fact that you made yourselves known meant that they were like, well, fuck these guys. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're stronger than them. So um, good. Generally speaking, I would say as as ending a, a, a massive sort of like fight in the streets goes pretty favorable result uh for for the dum-dums and uh, finally uh, at the end of the third day um you know smoke and debris rising from uh from the wall but already um uh, the forces that had been placated by both reginald and quinney moving in to uh, secure that portion of the wall uh dum-dums you're able to actually take a proper uh full rest for the first time in what seems like an age having gone straight from nice. this massive fight to 
basically being up in the tower, butthole looking out over the world, everyone kind of having their moment to like, okay, shit, we need to now get this place under control. Uh, it is finally under control enough uh, that you you feel confident in resting. Uh, you will gain a level. I Wow, I feel like I don't suffer the effects of old age anymore. It's been such a problem what? for you this whole time. It's a shame yeah. you don't suffer that's the neat. effects of werewolf anymore. That one would have been a much more uh, useful. I feel the same way, actually. But that's really? just my vanity. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just above that, you know? <laughs> Butthole sitting in his room thinking about it. He just had to kill his mom. You're both trading quips one floor down. Yeah, and it's open concept. So it's so sad for him hearing the quips echo yeah. up to him. Yeah. So um, that brings me to uh, my, my uh, a few points. We uh, This was like when our, our credits would roll. This is like our, our, our pre-bump as uh, as all of you uh, kind of um, pull in for, uh, for the first night. Um, there's a, a blur in the sky, uh, outside as, uh, as we established in, in our, our epilogue to last, uh, last season as, um, uh, there's sort of a, a flash and a, a bunch of vegetation and, um, sort of like, uh, fruit and vegetable and, and produce, uh, begin to grow rapidly outside the city walls as, uh, uh the, the, uh, newly reformed Hoink. Uh, Captain Plantier uh, that delivers obvious, huh? a... a hmm? Is that obvious? I mean, uh, you tell me. Okay, uh, okay. Butthole knows. <laughs> yeah. Butthole's not full by any of this shit. Well, no, yeah, delivers his bounty to the uh, to the outside of of, um, of a car. You notice that it is outside the city the city limits. Um, as you will discover when eventually you reconnect with um, the Fortress of Forlorn Hope. But around the world, as as the the dead have turned to ash, uh, the hero who was clearly responsible, Captain Plantier. Um, delivers uh, food and aid um, as uh, the world begins to heal. So you see that that kind of sucks, but it's kind of hard to tell from from here. You probably receive reports that there is now a bunch of f- food growing outside of the uh, the city walls, but all of you are too fucking tired to care. So uh, I provided all of you, uh, and we will provide you, dear listener slash viewer, with these as well through the Instagram. Uh, but with copies of uh, maps of of some areas of note, um, the most important of which for our purposes today is uh, the map of Aka, uh, the nation you now rule. <laughs> um, so the first uh, first question I have for you is to your joke earlier, Ryan, about the open concept uh, fortresses. Where do you guys tuck in for the night? Uh, would you sleep in the Black Castle? Would you sleep elsewhere? What... Uh, where what what is the the place that you all finally collapse into bed? And if it's just like we don't care at this point because we're too tired, that's also fine. Uh, I just need to know for narrative purposes. Butthole would rock the Black Castle. It's symbolic. It's important. It's also got the best defenses, so no weird assassins are going to be able to walk in in the night and take them out if somebody's making a play for power. It's also just the sign of who was in charge, which for him is like if that's the palace at the center of the nation, that's where he has to stay. Otherwise. Trying to dismantle the the ideology of the whole thing would be really complicated. Or they're like, there's a new king? Yeah, he's in the bar. <laughs> Seems <laughs> yeah, like a yeah, cool yeah. guy. Seems like not exactly what he's aiming for. Totally so fair. he'd be there. Reginald would also stay with him. It's the most easily defensible position. Um, uh, Unless you got a where, statement for no, that. No, where fine. are you sleeping? <laughs> uh, butthole up in Hell Realm. He's too depressed. He'd just be in that fucking like weird open space bullshit. The, the, yep. He wouldn't know what to do. Uh, Reginald would just take the bedroom in the bottom of it where everybody hid out before they dashed out to grab stuff. Okay. So the Archibald and Emily sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Yep. Great. Uh, Quinny and Moss. Hmm. 
I think uh, it's not on the map, but if he could find it easily enough, he's exhausted from just the nature of the work he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely knackered. Um, but <laughs> if he could find Gary's old house, he'd stay there. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. You can find Gary's house. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. All right. With the help of, I think the Freebirds would be pretty aware of where that is. Okay. Um, you find that it has been tossed, um, but uh, also left somewhat untouched after that. Like okay. it was clear that Gary wasn't like rousted from his house, but that his house was was searched. So everything's kind of wrecked. Um, but uh, you can also tell that the uh, the resistance has been kind of keeping an eye on it and um, not quite a shrine, but sort of a, it, it's a, a place of power uh, for them. So um, Kazos, the, uh, the dwarf who kind of, uh, the dwarven cleric uh, who ran the the thrift shop that kind of was the front for the freebirds mm-hmm. will uh, will will bring you there, and um, again I think people kind of get that your relationship with Gary was was special so they just kind of leave you to it, um, but uh, yeah it's it's fairly sparse. Um, uh, Gary didn't spend a lot of time here, but um, it's still you know it's got it evokes him okay um, yeah which is uh, which is kind of nice. Um, okay, and uh, Moss. Um, I think Moss would spend time. Uh, so the corpse pile all went to ash, right? Yeah, and then... yeah. So that site is still there, yeah. but it's one of those weird, uh, weird situations where they'd clearly kind of built. Um, what you can now see if you're near the corpse pile yeah. is there's a massive. You can almost think of it like a, a helicopter landing pad. Mm-hmm. So like a raised dais with like a um, sort of a fencing around it. Mm. Um, so it's like stone. It's not like dirt. Um, no, no, it is, okay. it is stone. They, there was likely something of note here before, yeah. um, that was, was knocked out, um, of interest perhaps to you, Moss is on either side. Uh, so on the east and west side of the corpse pile site, uh, are, uh, the ritual sites, which were kind of raised platforms that were built, um, that have all manner of, um, insignia kind of carved into them and were essentially, uh, being used by, uh, uh Morbula, Scorbulius and co, um, to, enhance their powers um, mm. for for raising this amount of dead mm-hmm. um, of course the bulk of the army of the undead that was that was marching was uh, literally out of hell mm-hmm. it still took a tremendous amount of energy and effort to raise additional bodies it wasn't like every time someone drops it just immediately yeah. get back up so those sites are inactive now it's not like they're sitting there glowing with like evil power um, mm-hmm. but uh, they are certainly still Okay. Still there. So yeah, you can think of it as like a helicopter pad with two kind of raised, um, almost uh, like, not quite towers because they're not that tall, but like raised platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, is there any plant life whatsoever around? Like, because like, I know you said it was kind of like barren yeah, kind of so, stuff. So I'm just wondering, because what... Basically, what what I'd like to do mm. is go to the corpse pile. I would like to cast plant growth and just get things to be like, hey, yeah. look, things are sprouting up, things are growing, mm. um, and then just like pitch a tent and like sleep in there, just to be like, as like just a symbolic gesture yeah, of like, I like that. I, I really that like things the, are getting better. Like Party wise, you've all picked a really symbolic place to kind of like set up, which I think is really nice. So yeah, you can absolutely do that. Um, so Akka is uh, sort of like I've described it previously as um, sort of Sparta-esque in terms mm-hmm. of um, it is in a desert, but because of the amount of magic that's been poured into Akka, you've got a bit of a 
like not quite as lush as like a Las Vegas like resort, but a bit of that. Like we've forced things to grow yeah. in in um, a, a desert that is very very uh, aggressively anti uh, green lush things. But again, it's a desert. Things grow there. Yeah. You can absolutely grow um, grow some stuff. Cool. It's a harsh so climate, but you can in do that it. case, moss would do like the eight hour spell. Yep. So that everything within a mile for the next like year would become like better cool. and more productive. Great. Uh, and then you you pitch your tent for the night. So yep. um, <laughs> corpse pile. We <laughs> great. Um, okay. So you uh, you spend uh, again an evening of of just deep exhaustion. Um, I think. Uh, let's please get a. Wisdom. Uh, uh, can I get a survival check from everyone, please? Oh yes. Oh no, not one. Okay. Six. Reginald is a nine. Butthole's a twenty-one. Twenty-one. <laughs> Ironically, the only person who doesn't have bad dreams that night is Butthole, uh, having mm. killed his mother uh, days ago. <laughs> Um, okay. So, um, Quinny, I think for you, it's just, um, it's a, an uncomfortable sleep. I think after days of skullduggery any sleeping anywhere would be uncomfortable. You have guards outside. Like, I think some of the haters are probably like on hand. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll also say that, uh, you have, you've really won over like a crew of kind of like ne'er-do-wells. Okay. Um, this is like. The kind of work that a lot of them sign up for. It's um, Don Cheadle in uh, Ocean's Eleven being like, it's nice to work with proper criminals again. <laughs> like, it's just like after all the, ma it's literally like the things you've encountered just as Quinny in, in various adventures. After all the like, there's a lich lord now. Oh, he also brought, like we had to use high tech guns for a bit. It's just like, oh yeah. <laughs> fucking just grabbing guys and beat them up in an alley. <laughs> That's our shit. So you kind of have your own little, little crew, um, but it's just a, just an uncomfortable night. Um, there's no market disadvantage, just not, not feeling great. Yeah. Um, Reginald, I think this ties into kind of the big question we need to answer for you, uh, in the morning, which is without, without the goo, who is, who is Reginald post goo is, <laughs> is concerning and like sleeping in this, I think it's never been a comfortable sleep for him anywhere in the black castle, uh, in his own time, let alone here. So just a, a paranoid evening also knowing now that like <laughs> you can't paint a bigger crosshair on you than like we rule this place now um butthole again is just probably too too tired i guess uh maybe some i mean you're talking energy. about a religious guy who finds symbolism and everything and this happens in the first night there's no symbols that's not great, great. for him. all right fair mm. enough yeah bad bad success um bad success. <laughs> the nightmares would have been worse he's just not aware of that so everything just Aww. seems terrible fair enough i mean <laughs> that sounds pretty terrible to me <laughs> um and uh juniper uh sorry moss you have um uh, I think you you just like you spend an evening sitting across from the dark and just staring at each other uh, and nothing is oh. the dark doesn't say anything. It doesn't do anything. It's just literally a night where like you mm. open your eyes, everything looks normal and then just sitting in a like crouching across from you staring at you uh is uh is the dark and you hear the the howl of wolves um in the distance yeah that tracks yeah um so 
because you rolled a one and you had such a shitty night, uh, I'm going to give you disadvantage on basically yep. and anything where logically you being tired and unsettled uh, would sit. We'll say you have uh, disadvantage okay. on um, in in the coming day. Is that is that exhaustion or not? Quite? I'm not going to give you a full exhaustion. Okay. Uh, this is just a like a it's exhaustion light. It's the, okay. the demo disc gotcha. of, <laughs> of exhaustion. You get to play the first two levels, but if you want more, you have yeah. to pay for it. Won't affect all your wills, but some of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. Um, okay, so uh, with that, uh, you spend your your first proper evening as the the rulers of Aka. So welcome to season seven of Dum Dums and Dragons, uh, a live play RPG podcast where comedians and improvisers who have played Dungeons and Dragons for six years venture oh, into the world really? of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> venture into a world that isn't funny anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, the, you uh, awake to a new reality uh, where you have gone from adventurers making your way in the world I'm putting down roots where you can in in um, uh, Fandolin before its uh, destruction by, you know, the formerly evil Captain Plantier, <laughs> um, to the McSquiggly, uh, to finally um, uh, the Fortress of Forlorn Hope uh, up in the spine of the world, uh, and now you've you've upgraded to uh, to a castle. You now have a uh, a castle within a a nation that you run, as well as a fortress full of refugees in the mountains. Uh, as well as a, a trail of, of uh, both friend and foe that you've left uh, across uh, the Sword Coast. Um, before we get into what running this kingdom is going to look like and all of the various paperwork I have for Damn. you. Jesus Christ. Um, Butthole, you, uh, you awake, uh, all of you actually, uh, Juniper, you, or sorry, Moss, you definitely do. Quinny, you yep. don't because you're kind of like, I think, in... Yeah, where do you want to put me in Gary's house? Um, so I've got um, the, I would say there's a lot of um, housing kind of um, north of the marketplace near the Coliseum. Cool. Um, so sort of to the west, northwest is a lot of residential housing. Uh, you'll note the barracks are far away from that. That's kind of on purpose to make sure that there's a, a, a real separation of like when you're on duty, you're on duty. And when mm -hmm. you're not, you're you're not. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's, it's an area of town we didn't really get to, uh, previously, but, um, yeah, near, near the tavern and the Coliseum, uh, north, northwest of the marketplace. Um, however, um, Juniper, you for sure, sorry, God damn it, Moss, uh, <laughs> you for sure, and, um, uh, awake to the smell of, uh, of fire. Oh uh, no. To, of, of, uh, of, of smoke and, um, and, and, and burning. But you you awake um, to kind of an aide nearby, ready to uh, give you a report of the day. Um, who from a car would you like? You have a bunch of NPCs you've pulled. Would you want just like someone from the Black Castle to be giving you reports at this point? What would you? I mean, if it's been three days, yeah. I have a question because I have the gem that controls the portal that's mm -hmm. up in the suite. Would I have access to the Fortress of Forlorn Hope, or there's you also have a not portal? been able to figure out how to work the portal crystal? As okay, it it, uh, it takes some doing. Then um, I think by default we're probably looking at Patty Two Eyes because she's the only woman who he knows would have absolutely no political interests. Because <laughs> anybody else he brings in has their own narrative to tell. Patty's just here for Patty. Okay, so um, Patty is wearing an ill-fitted uniform um, from the kind of like royal guard of uh, the Black Castle. Um, 
obviously it's been a bit since like no one realistically no one because emily didn't really care for the pomp and circumstance of this either no one since archibald's proper like lead on on this would have been making any more of these so really it's just like here's an outfit i found in a closet um and she she's uh, made an attempt at the uh the gold dust makeup um but it really is just like she smeared like gold across the top of her face uh and black across the bottom of her face um and then uh she at, at some point um like had something to drink in the morning and so there's just like smears down the side uh and she she just uh shows up and and doesn't really know how to salute so she just does a weird variety of salutes in the hopes that one of them is right um and uh just says oh Patty two eyes reporting for, for duty mr uh king butthole are here to give you the morning news okay what's What's the news? Well, I got some some good news for you. First and foremost, it's it's pretty exciting. If you smell it on the air, you can smell the success. Uh, meanwhile, Moss, <laughs> you've awoken to the smell of, uh, of fire. Yeah. Uh, what do you What do you do? I investigate. I jump out of my tent. I want to. Is is this is someone just like doing a little cookout and not managing <laughs> the wood well, or like is something? I mean, you're not on... so far off. Uh, the good news is, um, is the is hospital this, burning what, down? Um, like what? What? Uh, what would you call your little? Like, is it like an oasis? Is it a garden? What? What would you? Because like I, I on my on my map, it's still corpse pile site. <laughs> um, what? Uh, what would you call the the space you've created? Um. Uh. It'll be the Grove. The Grove. Nice. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's no corpse pile. or really what is. <laughs> um, man, I love getting to update the maps. Look at this. Look at us go. Look at us playing D&D. &D. Um, all right. So um, the good news is the Grove is not on fire. Oh, that's um, good. And, uh, but you can see uh, heavy, heavy smoke um, uh, pouring up uh, behind the, uh, the hospital and the barracks in the, in the distance. Oh, like where the wall was? Uh, yep, where where the uh, you can see like beyond. Yeah, so the, the hole in the wall. There's a hole in the wall beyond yeah. that, but it's it's all kind of obscure. Keep in mind, like on my map, there's giant white spaces between things, but there's a yeah, lot yeah. of buildings and, and other things between yeah, there. But yeah, 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 pouring in from the uh, the southeast. Um, one does second. smell a little bit like a cookout. Do you want to roll me a perception check? Maybe this is the easiest way to yeah. deal with this. Repeated use of the word cookout is disturbing yeah, yeah. in a certain, certain context. Stop it, Tom. <laughs> uh, perception is 10. 10? Uh, yeah, you can't tell where it's coming from. Uh, it's just like there is there is smoke uh, billowing over the buildings. Uh, do you want to start wheeling your way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you do notice, though, that there is no... Uh, I was going to say hustle and bustle, but that's the wrong term. Uh, <laughs> hurrying and scurrying. Um, there, like there isn't, it's not like when a fire is happening, like the fire brigade is like fucking rushing through the streets. Right. Um, everyone just kind of seems to be going about their day. A lot of people greet you very warmly, uh, having <laughs> very successfully placated them. And everyone, it's just very much like it, it's the fucking opening of Beauty and the Beast, but in a weird hell world where they're all <laughs> like greeting you with a bit of a smile. And you can tell that like, <laughs> People are tired, but it there really is a sense of like, oh, it's different now. Yeah. Like th things are different. Um, it's just just like the, like the kind of gritted teeth. Like, hello, good <laughs> day. It's also like I also love that it's like it's so funny to me that you're mastering all this because like I don't think Juniper would be greeted nearly this warmly. But it's like, oh, cool, yeah, Gary Busey monster. Oh, we're we're down with that. Yeah. This is cool. Hey, what's up? Yeah. You're our monster. We like it. Um, meanwhile, uh, back up in the uh, the Black Castle. Um, 
uh, Patty Two Eyes uh, says, so the good news is some jackass came along in the middle of the night and tried to make a bunch of fruit and vegetables grow. And I know we're kind of running low on food, but we're like, oh, no, you don't, buddy. We remember you planteers and you guys can suck an egg. So we set it on fire. Uh, okay. No uh, bad guys setting up anything near us, I say. Was it outside? I'm in the big sphere, so I can see where this is, right? Yeah, you can. When I look out, what exactly do yeah, I see? So uh, outside the, the city walls, you can see a controlled burn of just all of the food uh, that had begun to grow outside the uh, the things. Just like on fire, people are standing, like armies standing by. Uh, you'd mentioned in our uh, epilogue of last, well, not epilogue, but at the end of the last episode, how worried you were about the lack of food for a car. Well, <laughs> there is a cookout indeed. The food is burning. <laughs> it's not savable, is it? Uh, you could try. I mean, like, it's uh, who who knows? Who knows? Maybe, who maybe the corn just got like perfectly charred on the outside, and it's we just can pop it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bottles are going to be like, okay. We did real good, though, right? Right? Right, my lord? We're not taking gifts from nobody. And who was the one who organized this with the whole army being out there doing this? Well, it's not the whole army. It's just like a portion of the army. But what, who was the one who ran this portion of the army that's doing this? <laughs> I mean, I'd have to go ask, but like it was probably one of your captains. You've got a whole bunch of them now because you've got the army of a car. Great. I'm going to need you to bring all of those captains to the palace so that we can talk to them about doing things without consulting the leadership of the army or the king. Oh, okay, so are you General King then? Well, until I appoint a general, by default, yes, I'm everything. Okay, follow-up question then from old Patty Two-Eyes. Should we just go kill him then? Because that's kind of how we used to do things in the Horde. Yeah, we're not the Horde anymore, so I'm going to need to meet them and then talk with them and we'll figure out who are people who are competent and who are people who are tremendously corrupt and then we'll just kind of sort out one side from the other and deal with it. Can old Patty Two Eyes have permission to uh, speak, speak and act freely? What do you want to do, Patty? <laughs> <laughs> um, can you roll me an insight check? Yes, I can. That is a fifteen. Uh, fifteen. Uh, you are you are getting increasingly used to people kind of looking on your divine being with. You particularly saw this around uh, the Fortress of Forlorn Hope. Um, looking at your divine being with like a, a sense of awe, and she, you're getting a bit of that vibe from her right now. Like she seems to just be bursting with like the desire to express something to you. Yeah, which is like confusing for Butthole because he's exhausted and depressed and is not in any of the ways he would normally define majesty. Mm -hmm. He's just in uncomfortable armor that he had to sleep in because he doesn't have any fucking clothes here. Uh, and he's just like, yeah, go, go. As in this room, yes. I don't know if you're asking for permission to kill people. Just go and for it. she just throws her arms around your waist because she's very small and hugs you and just oh. says like, I, I really think things are going to get better under you, General King. <laughs> yeah, we, can, we can just go with King. The General's implied. You're doing, you're doing good work, Patty. Thank you for everything. I'm real sorry I stabbed you when we met. That was a that was, that was a real old whoopsie. Yeah, well, I, I snuck up on you while I was invisible and tried to grab you. It feels like I kind of earned that one, and nobody got hurt. So you know, it's I wasn't anybody. I think I was an enemy of the state. So even legally, you're clear. We're we're fine. Okay, well, I'll go get those captains. We we can have a little little tete a tete with them and make sure they don't go burning stuff without asking first. That'd be great. Uh, if we try to save some of the food, do you think there people are going to hate that? 
Well, you know, you just have to explain your, your reasoning. I mean, folks around here are pretty good at listening to some scary guy in a castle. So, like, if you're just like, shut the fuck up or I'll kill you, they'll be like, okay, that sounds pretty good. But you could probably also just be like, hey, I'm your king and we need some food. But Yeah, I think if you could just spread this around as kind of a rumor. Let's go with, uh, they sent us the gift. So we already burned some. So that was like a, a good fuck you. Uh, but now we can steal some of the food and it's like a trick. So we also have food and we gave them the finger. It's kind of the best of both worlds. Okay. So I like that reasoning. That's going to give her advantage. But now we're going to see just how, how much can Patty to us spread, spread a rumor. Remarkably well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, she's like, I'll get right on it. I'll, I'll spread that message like I, like I spread good tidings, which is to say fervently and with, with great joy that's great spread that rumor and then if you could send word to uh moss that we're gonna have to have her go through all of the food to see what we can get for seeds for planting things because we're stealing a whole future uh and i need uh the chief justice for this whole captain business okay and, and, and to be clear moss is the chief justice yes okie dokie okay i think i understand that um, and then uh, she kind of looks over her shoulder and says, we might have to fill out some paperwork about that, you know, which brings us to the tutorial portion of oh our day. God. Oh, my God. What? Fuck. Uh, so, um, Butthole, you uh, you send Patty Two Eyes out to uh, to go spread the word, um, to reach out to your chief justice, which, of course, brings us to the fact that you now rule a kingdom. Yep. So... We got some rules <laughs> oh my. for ruling a kingdom. Uh, uh, this is from the kingdom management module um, uh, created uh, by Odie. Odie, why? You can go find this on the internet. Um, Holy but shit. Uh, essentially, as the rulers of Aka now, uh, you have to manage Aka now. Um, I'd like to dig into kind of where Butthole's at mentally in a moment, but given that I, I had this convenient moment to bring up... I mean, Butthole systems. would, at the same time, push his own feelings to the side and actually keep a kingdom running. He yep. is aware of the... Like, Crown weighs heavy. Crown weighs heavy. It weighs yep. heavier than feelings. So, um, you have your your map uh, of a car post-Lichfall uh, yeah. that I've distributed to all of you. Um, I've also given you a map of uh, the continent of Faerun, uh, as well as some of the other neighboring continents, uh, to give you a sense of where a car lives. Uh, in that, for those of you who know uh, D&D lore, we're kind of like uh, in the middle of... Um, Anorak, I believe it's called. It's kind of a massive desert uh, mm. in sort of this, the central continent uh, to the east of the Sword Coast, uh, but to the west of the Moon Sea, if that means anything to any of you. You can also check out that map again on any of the places you'd find stuff. I've also provided you with a, a, uh, a schematic of the Fortress of Forlorn Hope uh, because you currently rule two things, two separate things, uh, with different needs and different places. Uh, unfortunately, you've not been able to open up a line of communication to them yet. We'll get to that. So uh, from our <laughs> Managing the King Kingdom uh, piece. What I have for all of you is basically um, the brilliance of this uh, kingdom management module uh, is that it basically creates stats for the kingdom. So a cob will oh, have its cool. own uh, its own stats that you'll use when you are attempting uh, sort of major things within the nation. Um, they'll also, of course, kind of reflect the nature of uh, where we're at. So I've made some adjustments based on uh, how things went with kind of securing the nation out of the gate. Because you did so well, those adjustments were very, very slight as opposed to 
big <laughs> murdering parts of the country in advance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, how much wall did you have? How many hospitals were burned? The answer was none. Um, Yay, so good news. look at us go. So um, you have a uh, basically a character sheet uh, for the kingdom that I'm, I'm going to hand oh, off to shit. Ryan. Um, the main stats we'll be playing with are prosperity, economy, and military. Uh, these represent the kind of major pillars of running the nation, uh, and all of those uh, sort of combine to form influence, which is how you will be able to kind of diplomatically deal with people um, and other nations. Currently our prosperity, and these, uh, again, get this sort of standard stat block, uh, skill advantages of, or sorry, skill ability score modifiers modifiers that you would get. Okay. Else. So your prosperity is sitting at 10, so you get plus zero. Your economy sits at nine, so you get minus one. Military sits at six, so that's a minus two. And your influence sits at eight, which is a minus one. Oh, God. This is to reflect that the Army has been left in in disrepair uh, as the we're just coming out of a brutal civil war. Coming yeah, out of absolutely. a brutal civil war, uh, you had armies of the undead slowly replacing uh, the the nation. Uh, also, before that, you fought a full war with the Planteers and the rest of of the world. So, military is not in great shape. Um, the economy uh, could be worse, but there has been a lot of looting and pillaging, which is good. Um, unfortunately for you, the Dum Dums, <laughs> though you guys have a lot of money yourselves, uh, you now need to support two full children. Um, so that's going to get costly. And in terms of prosperity, weirdly, the nation is actually sitting at not a bad balance. And that's partially because of kind of what you've, you've brought in and, and stabilized. Um, so, uh, what, you, what children, hmm? what children, uh, the fortress of forlorn hope and a car. Our two big nation babies. Yeah. Yep, your nation babies. Fine. One's a lot bigger than the other. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Uh, Fortress of Forlorn Hope fine. doesn't get a. Uh, they got Annan. That is true. She is a massive. She, That's why you don't have a sheet. <laughs> she runs it. For the record, not once we're in touch with them. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's yeah. two other major things you need to know uh, from this this handy sheet. One is um, the buildings and architecture. So there's a lot of different things you can build in a car to try and make it uh, work better. Um, good news is you already have a bunch, as we've established from our previous adventure. A lot of stuff has fallen into disrepair. But what you have uh, out of the gate, you've got the old campaign or tavern. Uh, which adds an economy, and basically all these things will add either military, prosperity, mm -hmm. uh, economy. They can also cost those things, so cost to build shit. I'm having so, flashbacks to, like, playing Fable 3 yes. and just, like, not doing nearly enough to, like, secure my financial future and you just, like, 90% of, of the of world died. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You want to know a guy who was really good at Fable 3? <laughs> <laughs> I think she already does. Uh, so you've got the old campaigner tavern. Uh, you have the barracks. You have a garrison, you have stables, uh, you have a watchtower, um, which we're just kind of calling is like the various watchtowers that you can be all along, uh, depending on, uh, you know, how much of a toaster you are. Uh, you have the arena uh, and you have a free vault. So all those are the free buildings that you start with. Uh, obviously, you can't build anything right this minute, but um, you Quick have those. question for continuity. Yep. Do we still have the forge? Oh, yes. Uh, you do have the forge. That's correct. I don't think I marked that down, but you do. So that might alter things a little bit. And sorry, Tom, can you just rename those again? Oh, I just... um, yeah. Well, I have this. I'm going to give you guys this, this sheet. Oh, so you can, okay. you can look at all this when we take a break in like four minutes. Uh, I okay. just wanted to do it on air so people heard it and then no, you guys can, can give it a read. Yep. Uh, to continue my list of annoying questions. Mm -hmm. The hospital just doesn't count within this existence of rules because I know we have a hospital in town. Uh, we had a hospital. Let me see if there is. Hmm. Uh, yes, we can add a hospital. Um, oh, I'm also fine to not if there's not rules. No, for there, it, we there can should there should cool. be. Um, so we have the hospital, and then 
Yeah, actually, that, that was... you know what? No, let's not. Add, the, the hospital building is there, but uh, all the clerics were right, traded right, to Hell yeah. Realm. Yeah, we've got four clerics total. Yeah, yeah, it was just like a rat's nest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like they, and yeah, uh, people have cool. left. So no, this is uh, yeah. What what you still and to be clear, you still have access to the buildings you have. These are just the buildings that are yeah. affecting the scores. That, that, that gotcha. value. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, so we also have a corpse pile former. You used to. Yeah, now you have the grove. Um, <laughs> Which might have some effects on the next thing. So the key to all of this is if you do something that, so for example, um, making the grove grow will absolutely affect uh, the prosperity of of a cob, cool. but not until the next cycle. So yep. theoretically, this is supposed to be played on month by month basis. Given that um, time in our game has always been a little bit more elastic, it'll be more like session to session. We'll see like arc to arc. Yeah. Okay. What, what has changed cool. and, and how uh, a cob shifts. And if something big happens in between those things, then like that can also yeah. have a, a drastic effect. And we yeah, can just like change if Captain we, Plantier we were... blows it off the face of Dunfairoon, no, that reformed. Might... The reformed Captain I, Plantier. Such a good dude. For some reason, I'm suspicious. I don't we, know why. Uh, we dabbled in a bit of this with uh, the Fortress of Forlorn Hope. Sure I did. Remember, yeah. Yep. We played a bit with this then. We also played a bit with it um, back with uh, Neverwinter and, mm. uh, and the war at that point. Mm. Uh, but here's where things get even spicier. Um, <laughs> you have uh, Butthole Throat. Uh, ever since you declared yourself the King of Aka, you've been slowly putting together... Uh, a council of people who will will run Aka, and for a long time it was kind of just an adorable side quest thing you're doing that we all rolled our eyes at. Now you own Aka, so <laughs> it's it, it's gotten a lot more real. Um, there are you've been given out names, which I, I appreciate. Um, the module has sort of council names. You can feel free to rename them if you want, cool. but they all have kind of a specific purpose. So we've got yep. the steward. Who's dealing with kind of like your basic kind of it's the president, chief of staff kind of exactly. thing? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we've got the diplomat who's going to deal with um, uh, other nations. You have an architect whose job is to help rebuild a car. Uh, you have a general whose job is to look at um, army actions outside of a car. You have the warden whose job is to deal with military and kind of town watch and and stuff mm. within. Which I think, based on the way you've been phrasing it, is probably your. Chief Justice kind of situation for um, Juniper cool. uh, or Moss. Uh, you have the Spy Master, which you've established as Quinny. Or no, Reginald. Yes, Reginald. Reginald yeah. Um, that may change, but yes. Yep, fair enough. Mm -hmm. uh, you have the Headmaster. So again, like Aka has only been a nation of war for a long time. The youth of Aka have pretty much been ignored since the war, since Typhus showed up. There's been no need to educate the youth because we have Aww. corpses. Um, Jenny can go to school. You'll need to look me. at uh, a guild that. leader of some sort <laughs> to just take care of like music. And again, guild leader and high priest are like later things you can get. They don't. Yep. They are they're non default, so you don't have probably or headmaster for that matter. But you could maybe elect one if you want. There will be kingdom events and boons, uh, but also perhaps most importantly, um, you can also rename the country if you feel so inclined. So I'll be handing over the sheet as well as uh, this handy guide to buildings and architecture, uh, additional structures that you can add. Some they all come reading. with uh, a cost. Um, oh so my God. the more you add, uh, the lower your economy will drop. And if your economy is in the negative, you can't build shit until you gain more. Um, this is also where we start to bring into stark contrast the infinite money you guys have had for so long, uh, as well as the infinite spell components. So things are going to get a little bit more difficult when it comes to, say, raising the dead when you have to raise all the war dead and kind of bring the place back under control. So I'll be curious to see where we all land on that. Uh, but congratulations. You're the proud owner of a car. Woo! Thank you. Congratulations. He Yay! says, taking the paperwork from <laughs> Patty Two Eyes. <laughs> um, and with the great gravity of, of sort of uh, what leading a nation will, will look like, 
uh, butthole, where, what, what are you repressing right now? What's the, the, the idea that you're pushing back, if anything, or you just, is it just like, I don't have time to grieve. I have to deal with job. Uh, yeah, he's also like butthole's biggest problem is at this point, And he was starting to have this at the previous, like when we were at the fortress of forlorn hope, when he got a chance to just like bring people back from the dead and avoid all the combat is, uh, he has no interest whatsoever in warfare. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't want to have to build up a military. He doesn't even really want to have to do this job now that he's got it. He never really wanted the job. He just didn't want bad people to do the job. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, he's taken over a nation that is currently an enemy of the world. He has no allies or friends outside of like the two that are here, but politically no mm-hmm. one whatsoever. Uh, he has no past to build upon. He'll have to, if he's going to improve this country, fundamentally change the mindset of everyone currently ruling it. And if he needs to do it fast, and he might, he is going to have to become a tyrant in the short form to save the good people by being kind of a not great guy. Uh, yeah. And he's not a fan of any of this. He wants to be a god, not a man, and being a king really forces you to be a fucking morally corrupt man. It's not a job anyone should have. It's not a job that should exist. Now he has to do it. Cool. Let's see how he does next week. (laughs) This show's a comedy. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and RDM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the wise paladin of the Badlands, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 
Graham Shapiro is a decent man. Gideon Media's hit sci-fi thriller, Give Me Away, returns. There's a lot of people screaming in that prison right now. So screen me. Just know up front, I'm going to have input. What happened? Are you all right? Dad. Tell us everything. It seems like you want to scare us into thinking you're going to let us starve. But should your treatment of us ever cause this decent man to let me off the leash again, anything is possible. Give Me Away Season 2, starting April 11th.